Welcome to the Essay for FA's Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors. I am your host, Gil Weinrich, and today we will discuss one of the biggest obstacles to successful investing, but in theory at least, the easiest one to avoid. I am talking about market predictions. One can easily identify them and instantly discredit the gurus who voice them. Yet predictions tap into a deep-seated desire to believe, so they mesmerize the masses. I hope that this podcast will weaken the trust of anyone inclined to pay them heed. We are nearing the end of the first week of April 2021. The month financial newsletter writer Harry Dent Jr. says the market will collapse, adding that if he is wrong, he will quit his job. What I have to say about Mr. Dent applies equally to countless other investment commentators. I have no axe to grind against him personally. We never met, though we've spoken. But I'll just note that quitting his job would be one prediction he is actually capable of meeting, since it depends entirely on fidelity to his own word. In contrast, market predictions are based on trends or events over which no one person has control. Now, despite the existence of numerous videos on YouTube from November, December, and last month where Dent calls for a crash of 40% by April, he may be elongating his timeline now, as he recently told Think Advisor's Jane Wolman-Russoff to expect such a crash by the end of June. We shall see when this month concludes if the 71-year-old author of multiple books with the word ahead in the title was thinking about retirement anyway. But let me here note a few of those book titles. In 1998, he published The Roaring 2000s. The 2000s was the worst decade for U.S. investors in living memory. The Great Depression Ahead came out in 2009, just as the Great Recession was nearing its end. The Great Crash Ahead came out in 2011. We're still waiting for it a decade later. Dent's 2016 book had an especially gutsy subtitle, How the Great Bubble Bust of 2017 Can Make You Rich. I can see how one can hope to get away with a roaring 2000s. You've got a whole decade during which to tell people you've still got time for your prediction to come true. But to call for something so highly specific and be wrong for the umpteenth time invites the following thought. Dent knows there is no such thing as accountability. As long as he offers clickbait, he will remain a media darling. So I'm not holding my breath for his quitting his job. All will soon be forgiven. My concern is for listeners, and my hope is that people will learn to aggressively tune out stock market soothsayers forevermore. So although we can multiply examples, I will jump to my favorite exemplar of man's inability to predict markets, Irving Fisher, one of the most important economists of all time, the father of life cycle investing, whose groundbreaking research from over a century ago is still highly relied upon by economists to this day. Yet despite authoring works whose current importance read as if the ink has not yet dried, he is mainly remembered today for a statement that the stock market had reached a permanently high plateau, meaning that they would keep on heading upward. He had the unfortunate timing of having said this a few days before the 1929 stock market crash leading to the Great Depression. Fisher put his money where his mouth was, losing $10 million, an amount that would exceed $140 million in today's money. He lost not only his personal fortune, but his dignity, surviving off loans from his sister-in-law, which he could not repay. Now, Fisher was the most celebrated economist in America of that time, and, no exaggeration, one of the most important in our time. 
His pioneering work on debt deflation, to cite one of numerous examples, contributed to the discussion of the Great Recession we experienced a decade ago. In other words, he had credentials superior to writing newsletters and books meant to get invitations to the financial lecture circuit or whatever the dent business model is. And yet all that knowledge, the Fisher equation, the Fisher hypothesis, the Fisher effect, the Fisher separation theorem, to cite a few economic concepts bearing his name today, did not endow him with the ability to predict the future. Claiming otherwise is hubris of the highest order. It is legitimate to impart your knowledge and offer an educated opinion. But to put a date on it, that positions you as an oracle, not an expert. Unfortunately, people fall for this time and again, which only encourages the practice. With hopes of curing investors of this frailty, it occurs to me that the story of the Witch of Endor may potentially penetrate our imaginations. The biblically literate will recall that King Saul, fearful of an impending battle with the Philistines, in desperation turned to a necromancer to call up the prophet Samuel, who had recently died. When this conjurer sees Samuel, she lets out a scream. Some commentators have observed that practitioners of the necromancy trade were more accustomed to talking about rather than actually seeing the dead. The narrative is subtly pointing out the difference between a divine act and the act of a diviner. Investors would benefit by not ascribing prophetic power to a guy with a newsletter business, or anyone else for that matter. This is Gil Weinrich for Seeking Alpha.